Hello, welcome to episode 130 of Bible Bedtime. I'm Dana, and I am your host. Now, as you know, if you listen to Bible Bedtime, I often ask that if you are able to leave a review for Bible Bedtime on Apple, iTunes, or other platforms that allow this. And now several of you have have given us a rating, and I appreciate it so much. And here are the two reviews that we've gotten. Uh, The first one says, The water background noise is distracting. And it makes me feel I need to go to the bathroom. I can't focus on the word. The second one is says, The water noise is overwhelming, and the voice is very disturbing. Well, that's perfectly fine. Actually, seeing those reviews helped me realize that Sending people to bed to the sound of running water is probably not a great strategy, although it is a sound that is peaceful and comforting during the day. I can imagine that it could be distracting when you're trying to sleep. So I am incredibly grateful for those reviews and for those comments. Now, I know there are many of you because you've reached out to me who may not, hopefully don't agree that the voice you're listening to now is very disturbing. And I've gotten so much encouragement from so many of you. If you could bless me, if you are able and willing to leave a review on iTunes, it doesn't even have to be a positive (sighs) review, but a review nonetheless provides me feedback. I read every review that comes through, and I take it to heart. Just like those of you who have reached out to me on Facebook or through Patreon, I am so excited when I see a message waiting for me from a Bible Bedtime Listener. So do please join us on Patreon, on Facebook, um, or leave a review. Thank you. Now, tonight, this is episode 130. And I will be reading Exodus 30. Six. Now, there are only 40 chapters in the book of Exodus, which means 
We are nearly done with season two of Bible Bedtime, and I am getting ready to start season three. So I am considering some changes, nothing radical, but I believe that I will, for the sake of continuity, stick with Leviticus and work my way through the entire book of Leviticus before moving on to the book of Luke in the New Testament. I do still want to alternate, but I think it may be more um, linear, logical, to finish one book before moving to the New Testament. So I'd love to hear your feedback on that, especially once season three begins. But enough about that. Uh, Let's settle into getting ready to fall asleep. Snuggle into your favorite sleeping position and ensure that the world is as shut out as it can be. This is the God-anointed time for you to rest and relax and rejuvenate yourself. And it is a blessing and a requirement. Let's embrace it by taking three deep breaths. One. Two. And three. Wonderful. Exodus 36. So, Bezalel, Ohalepa, and every skilled person to whom the Lord has given skill and ability to know how to carry out all the work of constructing the sanctuary, or to do the work just as the Lord has commanded. Then Moses summoned Bezalel and Aholiab and every skilled person to whom the Lord had given ability and who was willing to come and do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work of constructing the sanctuary. And the people continued to bring free will offerings morning after morning. So all the skilled craftsmen who were doing all the work on the sanctuary 
left their work and said to Moses, "The people are bringing more than enough for doing the work the Lord commanded to be done." Then Moses gave an order, and they sent this word throughout the camp: No man or woman is to make anything else as an offering. For the sanctuary, and so the people were restrained from bringing more, because what they already had was more than enough to do all the work. All the skilled men among the workmen made the tabernacle with ten. Curtains of finely twisted linen, and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, with cherubim worked into them by a skilled craftsman. All the curtains were the same size, twenty-eight cubits long, and four cubits wide. They joined five of the curtains together. And did the same with the other five. Then they made loops of blue material along the edge of the end curtain in one set, and the same was done with the end curtain in the other set. They also made fifty loops on one curtain and fifty loops on the end curtain of the other set. With the loops opposite each other, then they made fifty gold clasps and used them to fasten the two sets of curtains together, so that the tabernacle was a unit. They made curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle. Eleven altogether. All eleven curtains were the same size, thirty cubits long and four cubits wide. They joined five of the curtains into one set, and the other six into another set. Then they made fifty loops along the edge. Of the end curtain in one set, and also along the edge of the end curtain in the other set, they made fifty bronze clasps to fasten the tent together as a unit. Then they made for the tent a covering of ram skins dyed red, and over that. A covering of hides of sea cows. They made upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each frame was ten cubits long and a cubit and a half wide, with two projections set parallel to each other. They made all the frames of the tabernacle this way. They made twenty frames for the south side of the tabernacle, and made forty silver bases 
to go under them. Two bases for each frame, one under each projection. For the other side, the north side of the tabernacle, they made 20 frames and 40 silver bases, two under each frame. They made six frames for the far end, that is, the west end of the tabernacle, and two frames were made for the corners of the tabernacle at the far end. At these two corners, the frames were double from the bottom all the way to the top and fitted into a single ring. Both were made alike. So there were eight frames and 16 silver bases, two under each frame. They also made crossbars of acacia wood, five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for the frames on the west at the far end of the tabernacle. They made the center crossbar so that it extended from end to end at the middle of the frames. They overlaid the frames with gold and made gold rings to hold the crossbars. They also overlaid the crossbars with gold. They made the curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen with cherubim worked into it by a skilled craftsman. They made four posts of acacia wood for it and overlaid them with gold. They made gold hooks for them and cast their four silver bases. For the entrance to the tent, they made a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. And they made five posts with hooks for them. They overlaid the tops of the posts and their bands with gold and made their five bases of bronze. Lord 
is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Now it's time 